This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, you're listening to me and Paranormal You with your host, Ryan Singer. Because it's more fun to believe. So, hey everybody, this is Ryan. I'm very excited today to be joined by Shay Mina. Shay, thank you for uh, taking the time out of your busy uh, schedule to, uh, you know, sit down and have a chat for a little bit. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm very excited to talk talk to you about i mean there's all kinds of things we we briefly um chatted um a few days back kind of going over some general things uh quickly Mm -hmm. but um there's a lot to go over here that i don't think we'll get to all of it i mean we typically talk for about (laughs) an hour so i mean like it's um you know so and it's not necessary to get to all of it i mean if if needed we could you know have another chat at some point in the future so yeah um, absolutely so I think um, basically what I want to talk to you is like what's really happening right now. We'll kind of start with that um, if that's cool. Okay. And then we'll just kind of, you know, go backwards or, or forwards in time depending on uh, whatever we feel like. So right now you're like in the midst of like a large, um, uh, not a, I, I guess, I don't know if it's an undertaking or a calling or, or what would you oh, describe it as? It's a transformation. I think it's it's definitely transformative, whatever I'm going through right now. <laughs> um, and it's quite rapid, actually. It is very large. It's, that's a good word for it. Um, I went from, oh, gosh, like I, I kind of did this like roller coaster thing where I went from corporate America and working white collar to yoga and meditation and being a teacher, then I went back into finance and marketing and all that for about two years. Like I was off and on with being in the office and then I went like balls to the wall and became like homeless and got rid of my job and (laughs) like bounced from house to house and was doing massage therapy and yoga again and went back to Miami. Like there was like so much chaos going on and then when I came back to LA um which is where I'm originally from uh I decided that I was going to move in with my mother again and help her with her her business 
And that gave me an opportunity to get back on my feet and really find my truth. And then maybe six months into living here, I decided, you know what, screw it. I'm going to, you know, start reading tarot again. And I started reading tarot to actually find answers about a guy that I was dating who wasn't answering me. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it funny? Isn't that funny? Like, I mean, we have these like potentially, I mean, I think most of the people who listen to this program are, are, they're like, you know, they're, they're in, they're on board with tarot and divination tools or, you know, clairvoyance and things like that. But when it comes to like the, the idea of like having these magical mystical tools at our disposal and, you know, we use them for, you know, like things of like that are, that seem so tiny, I guess, maybe in hindsight or, or even in the moment, it's like, well, I want to know about this person. Um, I just had yeah. a conversation just a couple of days ago where I was getting a psychic reading and, uh, and, yeah. I, and I tried not to just make it about like, well, can I talk to you about, well, I just want to, you know, and it was, it's difficult because it's so, it's just, I, I don't know. It, it's funny to me that we have these magical <laughs> tools and we use them for what could be, you know, seemingly silly stuff, I guess, in matters of the Yeah. Heart. You know what though? Like I've noticed one thing about cards is they tell you what they feel that you should know. And it's mostly energetic based and factual. It's not so much opinionated, which, you know, like, you know, um, who's going to win, you know, like this football game. It's like, okay, there's energy surrounding the whole thing. That's so heavy. And it's like, okay, but it's like the the cars aren't going to tell you, Oh, like, you know, the Patriots are going to win. It doesn't really work that way. It works more so like, should I take this job or not? Like what, what are the, you know, the influences surrounding the situation. And then from there, it'll point out like certain energies that are surrounding situations. And then from there you can decide for yourself, like, okay, intuitively, does this feel right for me? And like, that's if you're reading yourself. And then it's a a little bit different of a ball game when you're reading other people. Cause I'm not like a medium. I'm not like a psychic where I can like touch someone and then I get a flash into their life. And then like, I'm all of a sudden like, your mother died five years ago. And like, I don't know them from, you know, Adam, (laughs) it doesn't really work that way with me. Um, I have a very strong intuitive language that I, you know, work with within myself, but it's not, I wouldn't say that's like a medium. Everyone I believe is, I, I believe everyone is a little bit psychic, but when it comes to like tarot cards, I'm really good at interpreting cards and making it into a well-rounded explanation for my quarant, which is my client. Um, and then from there it just kind of unfolds, but it's weird because I started using tarot for myself and then I would do free tarot readings for fun for like other people. But I remember when I did my first like real serious card reading, I didn't even, it didn't even, it was not meant to be serious. It was meant to be like fun and light. Oh, I lost you. I'm gonna call you back. I don't know what happened. I don't know either. <laughs> just kind of went, it, uh, it just went, it cut off real quick. But uh, I lost you right at, uh, it wasn't supposed to be serious. It was supposed to be fun okay. and light. Yeah, like it, it wasn't supposed to be serious. It was supposed to be like really fun and like mystical and, you know, kind of like, you know, fun, you know, and, and not so light, not so heavy. But um, we started getting into this reading and I remember something came up about this guy that she was seeing at the time who she was like living with. And I 
said the name, like, or, like the meaning of the card, and she just started crying. Like, she, she started crying, and I didn't realize until, like, three cards later that she was crying. I had no idea, but I was, I looked up, and she's, like, bawling, and I'm like, wait a second, like, why are you crying? She's like, you're just so on point, and this is, like, so scary because I know exactly who you're talking about. And it was, like, this military man who has psychological issues that could be extremely abusive and controlling. And it just turned into this, like, crazy dark turn. And I ended up pointing out, like, all these different things. Then three months, like, not three three months, I'm sorry, three weeks later, she calls me and she's like, Shay, you have no idea what just happened. And, like, I said something throughout the reading that explained like an event that was going to happen. I was like, I don't know why it's saying this, but it's saying some sort of turn of event is going to happen with like a lawsuit or something like that. This guy like tried to get into like a fight or something with her ex-husband who was trying to like take her to court for like alimony because at the time, like she had more money than him. And like, there was just like all this crazy shit going on. So this guy actually tried to take her to court, which both of the men that are in her life are, are were like military men they were both navy seals so like military men with psychological issues there was some sort of like it was just crazy and i remember when that happened i was like okay like i just pulled out a very specific situation with very specific people and influences in this woman's life and then within less than a month it happens like that's not something you can just attract to yourself like and go looking for it happened very randomly and so I started realizing okay maybe these aren't just like for fun like these are like real and so I started really looking into it on like a more in-depth level and respecting you know the forces behind it and oh my god like now (laughs) uh, I can read people like a book and it's crazy because people get chills like they start crying they'll either start laughing nervously like like, there's no hiding. Like, when I'm doing this thing, it's so funny when people ask me to do readings. Like, I've, I've been asked to do readings on on air, like, on radio. Like, And I'm like, okay, I can do that, but I just want to let you know, like, I can't choose what the subject is. Like, if the cards are going to start telling me how you're being, you know, a cheating asshole to your wife, that's exactly what's going to happen. And if it comes up on air... Don't get mad at me if it's aired live. <laughs> yeah, don't ask for things you're not prepared for the answers to. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Is, I'm I'm curious when you uh, when you got back into it for yourself, uh, was it that same? Did it have that same resonance? Like you were mentioning about a guy you were dating who wasn't getting back. Yes. Did it yes. Tell you actually. what was going on? Did you get a sense? Yes. So I stopped because I lost touch with my spirituality, like almost entirely. And when I got out of touch with my spirituality. I also started to date like really not so good men. Like they were fun, but they weren't good for me. They were like toxic and they were just trouble, bad news, all looks, that's it. Right. And, um, because I lost that about myself there, I was in this toxic cycle. Right. Then when I started to date this guy, like this is like the first dude that I was like really into, like, he called me his girlfriend. He told me he loved me. Like it was like different. Like in three years, I haven't had anything like that with a man. So, um, I took it a little serious, but then like out of nowhere, his, his attitude and his personality would changed like literally overnight. Like he went from being super duper attentive and like amazing 
and everything like three weeks into our little relationship or whatever. Like he, that's the weird thing is like, he like fell in love with me like super fast. I'm like, I'm like, okay, maybe this is like real, like a real whirlwind romance. And so like, I got really excited and I'm not one to like really get excited about things like that. Cause I get nervous, you know, and kind of weird. Um, but so I accepted it and I went, let my walls down and everything. And so I got all open and vulnerable to this guy. And then he just disappeared and stopped talking to me for three days. And mind you, this guy was calling me like his girlfriend. So I'm like, okay, if I'm your girlfriend, why aren't you answering me? Right. And he's not reciprocating at all. Like, but he's posting on Instagram and commenting and I, that will like, that's like one of my biggest pet peeves is like, <laughs> I don't care what you're dealing with. Like, don't ignore me. Like, yeah, I even can if see I'm not you're out there doing, I can see you're doing stuff like you're like, you're not hiding, uh, you're you're being yeah. social media like active yet you can't yeah, it, just it's, text it's rude. me yes <laughs> it's yeah, rude yeah, it's yeah. really rude and like i'm a person where like i'm very respectful to people even if i don't like them like if they're being rude i will still be nice like you know what i mean like i'm that type of person but it's like you cross lines with me you cross boundaries you're pushing buttons like i'm a scorpio so i'm i'm patient but i will pop off on you like like I have no problem doing that so it's like he was pressing me and I was like okay he wants to play this game okay and I had my tarot cards in a box for like a year almost and I was like okay I need to find some some sort of answers because I didn't we didn't know anyone similar to each other we you know didn't know each other that that well and I didn't really know what was going on I thought I did something wrong so um I don't know what that is. Sorry. <laughs> Something just happened in my room. Um, but anyways, uh, so we didn't really know each other. And um, when I took the cards out, I was like, okay, I need these cards to tell me right now what is going on in this man's mind. And I staged them and put my energies into them and slept with them overnight. And then I did a reading and it told me that he was like scatterbrained and nervous and he was hiding things and he was like of a person of two personality nature and it's funny because he's a gemini which is true like it's true he's two people in one soul pretty much and um he told me it told me that there was like very dangerous things that was going on and i didn't know much about him you know again so like later down the line I ended up finding out that he was like a drug dealer, that he was like an escort. He was dating an older woman right before me. And apparently while he was also seeing me and he was like totally living like a double life and was just playing hella games with me. And I had to leave the entire situation. Like long story short, like it was just not no bueno, like so bad. And it ripped me to shreds emotionally because, like, I was so open to him. And But honestly, if it wasn't for my cards telling me how to go about things, like, you know, I don't know where I would be. I'd probably still try to – just because, like, you get trapped into that, like, lust mindset. You know, you get trapped and, like, you stick around with somebody. It's like – who knows? Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't. I guess it's not a surprise. You know, a, a man can understand that mindset. But yeah, the, uh, the idea too of um, you kind of, you know, mentioned it. We were talking about um, 
uh, kind of like a shallow, like you were living in this life that was, you know, all about like, you know, looking for men with good looks and, and you know, like beautiful people, or, or it sounded like what you were saying. So it's kind of like this shallow thing that kind of indicates a lack of spirituality in a, in a major way. Because yeah. I, I think people think, or at least I do, I associate whether it's right or wrong, uh, you know, having a deep spirituality is like the opposite of being a shallow person. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, is like, I don't think, I think it's shallow when you do things for the aesthetic and the superficial. But if, you know, if you are attracted to someone with brown hair and blue eyes, or if you're attracted to only skinny people, or if you like a little bit of fluff on somebody, like, you know, whatever your personal preference is for looks should absolutely play a factor in whether or not you're with someone or not, you know, because you got to look at them forever. You know, if you don't like what you're looking at, then, (laughs) (laughs) you know, there's a reason why, you know, we want things to be aesthetically appealing to us, but you know, it's like, what are you doing it for? Like, why are you sticking around? Is it for money? Is it for, you know, security? Is it for affection and attention or just because you want to have someone good looking on your shoulder or like on your arm? So it's like, there's so many different reasons why someone could be with somebody. But like, for me, deep down inside, I really wanted a connection. But I was putting off this, you know, really weird energy where like, I was very lost. You know, I didn't know what I wanted to do for a living. I didn't have, you know, a place to live really at these times. Like I was just kind of floating around and doing whatever I could to like make men ends meet. So like, I was very lost myself. So I didn't have like a specific standard, I guess, for like the type of man that I wanted in my life. So I was attracting all these like very rebellious, fun, bad guys that were just like hella fun to be around, but they were just not somebody you wanted to take home to meet to meet mom. Like, you know, it's just not, not good. But deep down inside, I wanted my person and none of these men were ever going to be that they were going to be a person for the night and that was it you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> like, like it just not mr right mr right now uh, yeah exactly you know. and that's the thing is like i am not that kind of person though like deep down in my heart and in my soul like i don't i don't like temporary things i i get bored easily but that doesn't mean i want pe- certain people out of my life i get bored with where i'm living i get bored with where i'm working i get bored with the type of car i drive I don't get bored with the people around me. Like, I don't like abandoning people. So if I love you and I like you and I'm digging you, like, I'll keep you around, but we're going to go on adventures together, you know? But it's like, people are getting bored of people nowadays. People are afraid of connection. They're afraid of being vulnerable and open and, you know, actually being discovered. And they like predictability. They like to predict what a woman is going to be like or say or, you know, the fact that they can, like, creep around certain women and not be questioned. And they're, like, kind of stupid and dumb to the situation. And I am not that person. I'm very, like, investigative, but, like, not in a jealous, like, or territorial type. I'm just, like, I'll, I'll just see stuff just because I go look at certain things that most people would probably ignore and not on a weird creepy level, but I'm just, I see things very small details that I'm like, okay, that wasn't there before. Why is it there now? Question like, you know, and they're like, Oh, about that. Like, you know, and most women would let it fly right over their head. I, it does nothing gets past me. So it's like a lot of these 
men that aren't even really men. They're like very immature. Like they don't like that. They like getting away with, with, you know, murder and I just can't deal with it. But now like (laughs) it's crazy because now I'm on this level of like, you know, I, I have my business and, you know, I'm grounded and I know what I want. I attracted like the most perfect man in my life right now. And it's like crazy because he came, it's, so, it's such a weird way how it, how me and this guy connected. It's, it's actually really interesting because we, me and him were actually on kind of on the same level. We weren't looking for anything. We didn't connect with each other for like any type of, you know, um, vanity type thing. It wasn't because like we met on Tinder or like anything like that. He, I actually didn't even know what he looked like. He's a photographer. So his, what his Instagram is like all these other people. And so, I mean, he's got pictures of him on there, but I thought just, you know, that was probably somebody he took a picture of. So I didn't really know what he looked like. And I saw that he got into a car accident and my mom's business partner is a PI attorney and is like one of the best PI attorneys in, in Southern California. So I was like, Oh my God, let me reach out to him and make sure he's okay. Cause he was in a car accident that was really bad. And he posted a photo of the car and it was like destroyed. And I was like, oh my God. So out of the kindness of my heart, I reached out and was like, yo, like here's my mom's business partner's number. He's an amazing attorney. He helped us because me and my mom were hit by a semi a couple years ago. And my mom and I got taken care of by this guy. He's amazing, right? And so I just reached out to him and I was like, here's the number. I hope everything's okay. Let me know if you need anything. And because I came from a place in my heart, like he really liked that. So we just started talking, but you know, and then of course it got bigger and better than that. And then we started FaceTiming. I realized I'm like, Oh my God, this guy's like really hot. And he thought I was really pretty. And so he wanted to work with me and I didn't realize how good looking he was, but we connected on a mental level before we saw each other like that. But it's weird because he shot the guy that I first started reading my tarot cards. And about. we should say photography <laughs> shot. Huh? We should say photography shot. Like, right, not gunshot. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, like he, yeah, no, yeah, when no, you not, said, no, when he you said that, it's weird because he shot the guy. No, he, I first yeah, see that. Like, he just took so photos people, of my no, ex, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. guy that I was with. Yeah, I'm just yeah, making sure the people him. listening are, are, yeah. are clear on that. <laughs> No. Like that, like, oh, yeah, so I met this that. great guy and he oh. shot this guy who was an asshole to me before. Uh, it was great. <laughs> so I know, like, but so he okay. took photos of my ex and that's just like the irony of everything is that like a year ago, him and my ex like used to be friends and then like, it's just like the weirdest, it's just weird how the universe works. It is. So and I think it, it goes back to um, what we were talking about here. And I think these like personal stories and like with our relationships with people and things like that, they, they mirror what's happening. You know, it's like as above, so below. It's like that inside outside relationship yeah. between what's happening with like the magic inside of us and then the magic yeah. outside of us as well will start to mirror that. Yeah. So I think it is interesting because I mean, I, I know when we talked briefly the other day um, before this, it was uh, you were talking about like the the an energy an energetic floodgate had opened in your life. And it's like because I think it was you were 19 when you started doing um, when you started getting into divination, if I remember correctly. Yes. Well, I, I got my first tarot deck when I was 13, but my cat pissed on it. Oh my so God. That, that cat I took was that. like, what was that? What was that? Like that? I want to. I it makes me wonder. Like, what was that cat up to? 
Like, well, to be honest, his name is Pishi. He's he was the cutest cat ever. Um, but he I believe that cats are very, very energetic and can sense things and know when something's wrong. And now that I'm older, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know if I could say that on on this. No, of like, you can say but, whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was doing with a tarot deck at like 12, 13 years old. I have no idea. But my cat was like, nope, you are not ready for this. You're going to wait. So it pissed on the deck. Brand new. Like I had to throw it away. And I just thought that was so funny. And but at, even at twelve thirteen, I knew like okay, that's an omen. Like I should not, you know, I shouldn't have cards. Like I'm not ready for it. So I bought my very own deck again when I turned nineteen, and it was more like for fun, you know, just to be a little creepy, mystical, you know. Like I wasn't doing it for hella, you know, serious reasons. It was just you know me trying to be, you know, gypsy vibes. You know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, for it wasn't sure. anything really serious, but then it turned out to be starting. It started to get serious when people started to continuously come to me for advice, and you know they they believed and trusted what I was saying to them. And it wasn't that I was lying to them ever. I never lie to my clients, even if I feel like what I'm about to say is going to be rude. Like I still say it, and I and a little uncomfortable. I still say it, but they appreciate it and they understand and they listen to me. You know, and like they come back and they're like, I need help. And it's it's almost like I'm a psychologist without the degree. It's really weird. Well, I'm like a is, counselor. Yeah, there is um, <laughs> something, you know, innately personal about having a reading, especially from someone who can really connect with you. There's and yes. some people, some people don't always connect with everybody. So, I mean, uh, I, yeah. when I mean like some people don't connect, I mean some people who go to get readings. You have yeah. to find someone and the style of reading um, that is... There's this great place in... Uh, my favorite place in the world, one of my favorite places in the world, is called the Psychic Eye Bookstore. It's in Sherman. Oh, I, I've been going there since I was six years old. That's oh where God. I got my first tarot deck. <laughs> oh, it's like, it is like my favorite place. I'm there almost like yeah. once a week. Just kind of, I can just yeah, go, I just like same. smelling the store. I yeah, just like the walking in there. Yeah, it's amazing. And um, so whenever I have a friend in town, I always want to go there. Um, but like, there's all these rooms in the back, as you know. Mm-hmm where they have different types of, of psychics doing readings. And to yeah. me, that's like you got to find, and usually suggested by a, a, a someone you trust is a good way to go about it. If, yeah. Um, you know, and then you go and you find someone. But it's personal, and it really, and, and if you're not willing to be an open book, and it's difficult sometimes. I know I just had one a few days ago that was like, it, that went to places that I was not expecting, and it became yeah. very deeply personal. Um, about my past and dealing with like love and sex addiction and things like that. And I was just like, Oh my God, Mm -hmm. I was not expecting that, but it was great. I felt great afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you almost feel like as well, because they always say like the first step to healing is to understand what, what parts of you are broken. Right. And some people are so lost and so jumbled and so scattered in their own matrix that they don't know what's broken. They don't even know that they are broken, but they know something is wrong. So they'll go to someone like me who, or, you know, a psychic or, you know, a a tarot reader. And like with my clients, I, I try to go on like a clean slate. I will, you know, go into it open-minded. Like I've read even couples that I know, like one 
I'll do one before the other and, you know, read them separately, but they're still my friends, but there's some crazy shit going on between them that now I know, but like, I will put them in a room together and be like, okay, now, since we're in the same room after our readings, I'm going to put something together for you right now so that you guys can make sense of both of your readings without it getting too detailed into each other. And I'm going to tell you how you can fix these issues, you know, on a common ground. And they, they trust my word, they listen to me, and they work it out. And it's, it turns out to be beautiful. And it's like, to have that much power is insane. And like, when my clients come to me, they're lost, they're sad, they're happy, they're, you know, angry, they're confused, they're curious, they're skeptical even sometimes, you know, and then by the end, there's always a sense of clarity, and they understand, and there's an openness about it all that makes me feel like I did my job well, like whatever just happened was great (laughs) and it's going to help this person. And, and I always, I I always look forward to the callbacks. Like when I see someone call my phone after like a couple days or like a couple weeks of reading them, I'm like, okay, here's the progress report. (laughs) I'm like waiting for it. (laughs) And then I get that call and I'm like, I love it. What's the, (laughs) what's the journey here between rediscovering your tarot deck, asking questions about a guy, um, you know, which seems pretty simple and like harmless to some degree, becoming serious and then moving into these other areas as well. Well, um, I, I've always bought books. I love books, but I won't read one all the way straight through like on, in one setting, I will scan and skim through, you know, multiple books, at one time and it'll take me like five years to read five books, <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> it's, at least I'm reading. Right. So I have this one book, um, by Raymond Buckland. He's the guy that the amazing guy, rest in peace. He actually just passed away last week, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the man that brought traditional witchcraft, uh, from Europe to America. And I believe 1962 or like 52. And he, popularized it in the the states and that book is a a workbook it's the traditional witchcraft like handbook like workbook where you learn about where it all comes from and i've had this book for three years now and never opened it like never i just bought it i don't know why i bought it i had no intention in actually reading it i just bought it because i thought it looked cool and but there's always a reason for everything you know there's no coincidences you know so i when I started reading my tarot, I was like, you know what? This is getting me into a mystical mood. I'm going to start educating myself on the subject because now I have the time because I didn't, ha- I don't have like a nine to five job. I work with my mom at home. So it's like, I can do this type of stuff. So I started reading and I, dude, I don't know what happened, but it just swept me off my feet. I just started reading and reading and reading and reading and writing a crap load of notes and watching YouTube videos and buying more books. And then I started buying candles. Like I would go to the dollar store. Posted oh. it yesterday on my Instagram. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, wait, what was it? I'm oh, sorry. It, had like a it was a receipt. Out there. It was a receipt. Can you hear me? Oh yeah. Now I, now I hear you. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was like okay. an inventory or something. Uh, well, or- yeah, I was doing expenses, but I posted my first receipt that I bought my supplies with for Mina Mystic before Mina Mystic was Mina Mystic. It was like from the Dollar Tree and I spent $17 and 35 cents 
and it was all candles. It was black sand. It was like the the four day you know religious candles, and I started dressing those for people. And I made my first hundred dollars with seventeen dollars and thirty five cents from the dollar store. And like, but I just went and bought like what I thought would work, like just candles and some glitter, which I know works. And then I went and got some olive oil and put some cinnamon in it and just put the intention into it. And I did my first spell and it was like so simple, but yet I knew there was, there's so many more other complex ways of doing things that make things more powerful, obviously doing spells and you know, root work. And, but I didn't know about root work yet. I just was like looking up Wiccan spells and stuff like that and find my niche until, you know, a little bit later, but now I practice what you call hoodoo and uh, a little bit mix, mixing that in with traditional witchcraft. Okay. So before so, we get into that, before we get into uh-huh. that, the, uh, it, there is something very, you know, apropos about like a magic, a, a book about magic enchanting you uh, in a, in a way to where you became like, well, I have to consume this whole book now. Right. Uh, when yeah. typically that's not maybe your style at the time, uh, at least typically, yeah. or even still now what, when you do these first, you dress these first candles, um, you know, that when you go to the dollar tree and all that stuff, um, now what is like the moment where you have a thing from that like one of these first, what I'm, I guess what I'm asking here is like, what's this like first, it doesn't have to be a huge thing, but where you just have this moment like, oh wow, like the power is in this and I'm understanding oh. like separate from the cards. Yeah. A hundred, a hundred percent. I remember I did, this is so crazy because like, I feel like this guy that I was doing my cards on this, this guy, I'll, we'll call him the Gemini. Okay. I, used him almost as like my magic guinea pig because he was so stupid like (laughs) he was so stupid and like i wanted to like see if this stuff actually worked but he was not just stupid he was very stubborn so like if he wasn't he there was a time where we went through a period of three weeks where he did not answer me he did not call me he did not answer my text messages but he was checking my stuff every day and he was liking my photos and it was just the weirdest thing ever right so there's a spell that a very simple spell that i did called a call me spell like or a think of me call me spell and i was like okay this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna get a candle i'm gonna dress it in some herbs i'm gonna dress it in some oils and i'm gonna put it in and i'm gonna write his name on a paper and i'm gonna, I'm gonna put the you know the demand on the paper and I'm gonna sign it and I'm gonna consecrate it you know like the whole thing and that's exactly what I did I did it at three in the morning which is the witching hour and you're supposed to do stuff like that it's called it's like mind manipulation you're supposed to do it when the person is asleep to tap into their subconscious so I did that dude let me just tell you this is three weeks Okay, three weeks. I have not heard from this man, not at all. And he is a very, very, very stubborn person. He will ghost the fuck out of you. Like it, no playing with this guy when it comes to him and his 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm not going to call you game. Like, he does not care. He calls me at 7.30 in the morning the next day. And I missed the phone call because I was not up. You don't call me at 7.30 in the morning and expect me to answer. It just doesn't work. But the fact so, that he called was, like, insane. Yeah. Four hours later. That and, is, that is uh, that's pretty you, efficient. That's pretty efficient turnover. Yeah, but this is the another weird thing. Um, he didn't mean to call me. I asked him because eventually I got a hold of him. And I went to his house and I asked him. I was, I was like, because I called him back and he didn't answer me. And I was like, did you even mean to call me? And, and he didn't answer me again. And But then eventually when I went to his house and I asked him, like, did you ever, like, did, did you actually mean to call me that day? He goes, to be honest with you, this is like what's creepy. He's like, he didn't know this by the way he had no idea like what i was doing at all and he goes this is what's weird is you text me and asked me you called and i looked at my phone history and it called you at 7 30 he's like shay i wasn't at 7 30 he's like my <laughs> oh wait i lost you there he said what you, and he said what i'm sorry i lost you there for half like two seconds what was it oh i he said um He, he was like, I wasn't even up at 7.30. My phone just called you. He's like, and then when you text me asking me if I called you, I panicked because I didn't call you. And he's like, I didn't get up that day until like 9 o'clock. Oh, my. So, and like, I, the phone it, just, like, called. It just. And, and, and this is, like, what's crazy. I was I was like, oh, my God, this shit is real. But what's weird is that it wasn't even, like, actually called me. Like, I, I don't know. Like, and this is a, also coming from a habitual liar. So I don't know. <laughs> oh, so, like, the truth is probably the truth did is try maybe to call tentative. me, but bitched out. Yeah. Well, it is interesting, uh, too, yeah. because, like, it's, it's funny because, uh, you know, I think we all have stubbornness in us. And then, like, and I think it, uh, <laughs> to me it's kind of funny, too, like, uh, you know, because, like, Clearly, you're a little bit stu stubborn as well. Like, oh, you're not going to call me? I'm going to do magic on you, dude. <laughs> like, like that's pretty stubborn as well. You know what I mean? Like, okay, oh, well, 100%. yeah. So, but it, so it's pretty funny how like, um, 
you know, how this all plays out. But like, and, and also I do love the idea of this guy being this like total guinea pig at the beginning. I mean, cause I guess every, every witch needs a guinea pig at the beginning, right? Uh, of some, yeah. of some sort. Um, I know when I first started doing stand-up comedy, I didn't tell anybody. I was like, let's see how this goes. So it's kind of like the same way with any other undertaking, right? It's like, okay, I'm not going to just go around telling everybody I'm doing spells. I'm going to see if they work. And then once they start working, that's when you realize, oh, shit, um, here we go. Is that like, is that kind of like the no turning back? Like, let's explore the possibilities of this. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And like... From that point forward, though, I was like, okay, well, that may have been a coincidence. And that's the thing is, like, I was my own skeptic. It was, like, the weirdest thing ever. I was into it, and I believed it, but then I'd be like, wait, there's a there's a logical explanation for this. And, like, I would, like, go into it and be like, am I just psyching myself up? Or, like, what is really going on? And then I was like, okay, the real magic is going to be for myself. Like, it's been impossible for me to start a business. Like, I have spent thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars trying to start previous businesses. One I was actually pretty consistent with for three years. It was a luxury candle company. There were coconut wax candles and they were amazing. They were so dope. And people loved them that saw them, but like I could not get the business off the ground to save my life. It was so difficult for three years. Okay. Actually, probably a little more. Um, and I was like, I'm going to start doing like success, abundance, and, you know, better business rituals for myself. Within the first ritual, I had a guy clean me out of my online store. Like, I mean, $350 worth of inventory gone. Then I took that money and went and bought more stuff. Then people paying me $200, $300 for spell services like just started flooding in and now like my mom actually helped me start everything she doesn't even have to pay for anything anymore i'm taking my own money and putting it into my own stuff and i'm getting all this inventory in. like i just got a whole bunch of herbs and incenses today like you know a whole bunch of stuff like tarot decks that i can sell on my website now like it's crazy and this is only three months into my business imagine three years I couldn't get off the ground. This is three months and I'm able to like say that I've made thousands of dollars with my company and I started it with like a hundred bucks, like insane. So like in my head, I'm thinking like there's, I'm not doing anything different. Like I'm posting on Instagram. I'm posting on Facebook. I'm not using Google AdWords. I'm not paying for ads. I'm just posting the stuff on my Instagram and stuff. And I'm not really posting all that much on my regular Instagram I'm posting it more so on my Mina Mystics page that only has like 1,400 followers. So it's like, how am I getting more sales on one that like has way less followers than my other page, which I also have 11,000 on my other page. It's like, there's no coincidence. I'm sorry, but like, there, that's just one example. Then, you know, I've done cleansings for people and clearings and road openers for people. Like, I, I, I think I told you about it the other night. I don't know, but... I have a client that's in Australia that she she's, you know, one of the most depressed people I know and like wanted to like kill herself just a couple weeks ago. And I did a service for her, a road opener and a reversal. And she's like happy as hell. She got a new job. She got her hair done. She's like feeling amazing. And she doesn't know where the energy is coming from. She's like, I am just elated because for eight years I've been in a deep depression 
and I feel like for the first time I'm seeing sunlight and she's like, I don't know what you did, but thank you. She feels like she owes me her life. And it's like insane. Like from Australia to San Diego, like I I can reach people like that. Yeah. I mean, that's like the magic of the modern world as well. There is, um, there is something to be said about, you know, the hard work that goes into it as well. Like, as opposed to, I think it's like anything else. I think, Maybe sometimes people will consider like, oh, I'll just have this magic thing, this spell done, or I'll do a magic spell or a ritual, and I'll just sit back on my ass and let the world take care of it for me. When, it, when in fact, I think with anything, any creative endeavor in our lives, it's something about putting your energy into it and then the universe getting behind you. And magic is a way to really supplement that and like mm-hmm. supercharge that energy as, uh-huh, opposed, mm-hmm. yeah, as opposed to just sitting back and like, okay, I did the ritual. I'm not going to leave my bed now. And now all the money yeah. can come in, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I mean, there have been times where I've done rituals and haven't lifted a finger and things just happen. <laughs> so it's like, it really depends like on the situation, you know? I mean, when I had my candle company, I was out with boxes of candles, like trying to sling them out of my car and I couldn't make $500. Dude, I'm like, I'm imagining like, you know how, when you go to any, like whether it's new Orleans or Vegas or or any city, like everybody's trying to sell you their mixtape out of their trunk and like trying to get you to like take their CD and listen to it. I'm imagining you with candles Yep, uh, that was me. <laughs> that was me. But I was like doing it at parties and stuff. Like I'd be like, "Yeah, I have a candle company." They'd be like, "What?" I'd be like, "Yeah, I got some in my car. You want to come smell them?" They'll be like, "Hell yeah!" You so they come, come to my, my car, car smell some and stuff? I pop them in the trunk. <laughs> yeah, hey, you so... want to put? You want to sniff some stuff? You want to sniff some stuff? Come to my car, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, but like. It was just wild because no matter how hard I tried, it just never worked. And now it's like I hardly have to leave my house. I, I, I do everything from home and I take some nice photos of it and I it's effortless for me. I just I order some stuff from my vendors and I make my candles because the candles are blank candles. And I put my energy and I charge them and I put my magic and herbs and oils into them. And I sell them, and it, and it's amazing because they help people. And that's the thing is I'm doing it with true intention. I'm not doing it to, like, get rich or to make quick money. Like, it's a, it's nice to be successful, but at the end of the day, I really just want to help people. You know, it's so rewarding for me, you know, to know that, you know, someone's love life is flourishing or their business is flourishing or, you know, they're happier or they feel like their house is lighter and cleansed because of something they purchased from me. They're got, they've got money's worth, you know, and it's pretty incredible to have that kind of responsibility. So I, I do, I take it very serious and, you know, I, I thank each and every single one of my clients as if they're the one that did the service for me, you know, and it, it, cause they are, they're doing a service for me by, you know, supporting me in my business and trusting me with their soul because that's really what it, what they're doing. You know. Yeah, let's let's get into the uh, the process from going from just kind of like going to the Dollar Tree and spending you know seventeen dollars and making some candles to yeah, like I getting mean, into like the root so, work and doing root work. Yeah, yeah. So I I came across a lady on in YouTube. Her name is Ashira Star Goddess, I believe, and. and came like my 
hero. Like, I love because she is so, like, black and white with everything. She's very blunt and somebody that I relate with. And she practices hoodoo. And I'm like, what the fuck is hoodoo? Like, is that, like, the knockoff of voodoo? And, like, I was like, what, what is this? And I started researching it on Google before I continued watching her videos. And I realized that it's a newer form of magic and witchcraft. And it came from the slaves um, that came from Africa. But they had to conform to Catholicism and Christianity. So they would use Christian and Catholic deities and they would use ingredients and like objects around their home of their masters to do magic instead of using the orishas and you know the herbs and things like that of that are from Africa in you know original voodoo. So they started their own instead of hoodoo it's or instead of voodoo it's hoodoo. And also then you have the Native American aspect, you have the Santeria and then you have voodoo and <clears throat> excuse me <laughs> so then you you put all of that in there and then you know out came hoodoo and now it's been here for two three hundred years and it's crazy because i've had people come on my page and talk so much shit to me like you're disrespecting the culture you don't know what you're doing. You ain't no hoodoo, voodoo, whatever. Like, and they think that because I'm not black that I'm disrespecting the culture. But actually, if you that anybody did their research, they would know that back when it first began in New Orleans, 50% of the people that practiced voodoo and hoodoo were, were white and French. So it's like it's a mixture of both African American and French and Creole and and Spanish that all practice voodoo. So it's like it's, it's very diverse. So I started getting into it and, and I got comfortable with that. When you, when you learn about the facts, you're like, okay, I'm not stepping on anyone's toes. I'm not like trying to take up any you know anybody's religion and you know make it weird or awkward. So I started learning about it and how simple it is it's very very simple you use roots you use oils you use crystals and you use certain objects that hold a specific meaning and power and it's simple yet complex it depends on how much you know about it how much you know about the herbs you're using how much of the oils you know you're using you know like the intention you put into it and you know the the specific gods deities loas and and you know uh figures the like angelic figures that you're calling upon which ones you have to really know what, who you're dealing with what you're working with and then you know implement that and, and then also your own magic into it like your own ways of doing things make it unique and then from there it just kind of grows and grows and grows and grows and it's just it's crazy because i've learned so much and 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 i had no idea any of this <laughs> had any plans for me in my future i did not think that i was gonna have any relevance to witchcraft at all in my life <laughs> it's all funny it all starts from this gemini guy not calling you back the uh you, you know what i mean yep. like who knows what happens if, if that guy he opened the floodgate man yeah, and i'm telling you and it's so funny because i'm petty like this like I won't like subtweet somebody or anything like that, but like, and I won't like be petty on someone else's page, but I will post a photo. And the fuck, the, the actual funny part about it is the photo itself 
will be so good that it'll just stab you in the heart. It's like you broke my heart. You know what I mean? Like, you'll just be like, damn it. Like, I fucked this one up. Right. But then the caption will then just twist. And it's so funny because I posted something. It was like one of the last things that I posted. Oh, wait. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. What did you say about the caption? For You you split out for like half a second. Like you said the caption will what? I said the caption is like like the picture stabs you in the heart, but the caption like twists the knife a little bit. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like a couple like a month and a half to two months ago i posted a one of the last photos that i actually put up to like for him to see and I, the 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 caption the, the beginning of it was you don't have to be dead to haunt someone and it is so true because someone can literally haunt you without actually dying and i feel like that's what's going on with me right now and this guy is like he's just kind of like surrounded by me unintentionally like i am friends with his best friend now who hates him and he's trying to like get it back in touch with his best friend and his friend's like no fuck you like and he loves me and then like this guy that i'm now dating is like one of his idols as a photographer and he's dating me and posting me on his photo like or like in his photos and in his on his instagram but he like refuses to unfollow him and like it's just funny like i'm in his face all the time and it's like that's karma for you like if you know it's like when you want to go and be like a shady person then you're going to be shaded by this coldness until you realize the light you know like that, you know you should be shedding instead yeah i mean like, there's it's definitely true that you can be I mean, I, I've always loved that phrase, like, uh, you know, haunted by ghosts of, you know, of, of someone's past, whether they're alive or dead or not. I mean, and I, fe- yeah. I feel like, you know, I, I'm not going to act like I don't have ghosts chasing me around all the time myself. I mean, so I can I can definitely relate to that to some degree, like maybe on both sides of it. But um, mm-hmm. I'm curious about when it comes to like someone contacts you, they want to, you know, have a variety of things done like i'm guessing so like this is like you in your space like doing rituals infusing your magic into candles that you're going to be shipping out like is this like a like how long of a process is this um and it really depends it's very temperamental so like if someone orders one of the fixed candles on my website it doesn't take that long for me to dress a candle and you know charge it and then i also charge them overnight with crystals. So they're being infused with certain, um, energies and frequencies. But if, if someone contacts me directly and privately for a ritual, as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It could take anywhere from 30 or to a week. <coughs> Excuse me. Is that a sneeze? It could take... Yes, yeah, sorry. Oh, tight. Sorry, sorry. I couldn't tell. <laughs> Thank you. I couldn't tell, I couldn't no, tell okay. if it was a cough or a sneeze. Gazuntai. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's Thank okay. you. Um, and, I mean, it could take up to a week as well because I'll do um, seven-day candles. And then at the end of the candle being burnt, I will read the glass because candles will tell you a lot about the energy surrounding the situation and it itself. So, like... Like last month, I had a client that um, came and he wanted a huge cleansing, like cleansing. He wanted money, power, empowerment. He wanted a road opener. He wanted a, you know, an attraction. And then he wanted to be exercised of all evil entities, spirits, unwanted, you know, energies, all that. So he wanted like, it was the, deluxe, the deluxe magic package. Yeah, like it was a pretty intense situation. He drove from LA all the way to me in San Diego. And um he uh he got the service. Everything was great. Every he felt great after. Um but throughout the week, I started to notice that his money candle started to turn black. And usually that means there's negative energies surrounding his finances. So then we ended up doing another one where I cleansed the energies of the money sector with another seven day candle and then also implemented another money candle. So then, but at the end of that, it was clear. So it like just goes to show you, it's like, it's a weird, I don't even, I, I don't know. Like people constantly are like on my page, like, asking me questions on how things work. And I wish I could tell people exactly how magic worked other than telling people that it was like based off of intention and the, you know, elements that earth provides us. But I can't explain how it works because I mean, science has proven that the universe is infinite. We are in an infinite space, you know, like the universe does not end space does not end. So it's like, there's so much energy going into, you know, our little world. So there's an infinite amount of energy that is, you know, available to you. And when you can learn to use the earth, wind, fire, water, and spirit all within your own magic rituals and then calling upon, you know, certain entities and, uh, you know, spirits and things like that to help you and, you know, things that are not of this earth, it's like the power that you can have behind everything that you do is very, very powerful. It's, it's crazy. I didn't realize it, it, I, I keep telling my mom, I feel like I found spidey senses. <laughs> That's funny. Cause like when you, when you lay it out in that way, it's like, Oh man, like 
you know, you have this infinite universe with infinite uh, power, energy, things happening out there. And, you know, whether you're, depending on what rabbit hole you're going down or, or, or which, which kind of like, you know, thing you're devoting your life to, you know, like being able to harness just even the smallest fraction of this stuff. And like, I mean, cause I'm like, so I'm into, I'm into all that ideas, you know, like, and you know, and I'm like, hyper obsessed currently with like alchemy and the Freemasons yeah, and Shakespeare yeah. having a hidden code inside of it written by Francis Bacon and his boys <laughs> and then, so it's like now you got Fulcanelli you got this alchemist who was probably a combination of all these different people and now I know that if I can decalcify my pineal gland which I'm going to try to do yeah. like a uh, 30 day decalcification uh, challenge starting next month sometime. Like. I suggest if you really want to make that easy, just a little side note. I went through a man named Dr. Sebi, S-E-B-I, and he has a full-blown nutritional guide that you can follow to help decalcify your pineal gland and alkalize your body. And I did it for four years, three years. Okay, yeah, that's but he exactly pa- he what passed uh, away. Oh, that's exactly what I'm looking for because um, I've been trying to research and watch all these videos and look at these things on the internet to kind of try to come to a conclusion of some kind about the best idea and uh, or the best ways to go about it. And it seems pretty fascinating, the idea. And there's a lot of common things that come up. Mm -hmm. Like one of the things that I hesitate suggesting to people is sun gazing because I don't want to be the guy that tells you to stare (laughs) at the sun. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can do flame gazing. It's the same thing. You know, you're not going to go blind. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like there's like a very short window of time, like at sunrise and sunset, apparently, where it's relatively safe to stare at the sun or directly above it. But I'm not going to be the... And I tried doing it for a little while, and then I was just like, you know what? Um, maybe I shouldn't really be doing this until I have, like, comprehensive health care. Um, yeah. <laughs> just as like a backup plan you know but uh, but yeah just in case you do like burn your corneas yeah exactly so what what this is all about though um i could talk about this shit i could i'm gonna i feel myself getting ready to jump onto another train and just because i'm so fucking obsessed right now with deciphering shakespeare (laughs) and trying to figure out how to live forever I want to know about this. Like, well, trust me, on? as soon as I have this information, I'm going to be shouting it from mountaintops as long as they, you know, I, and I yeah, don't, I, I don't totally. worry about anybody like stopping me, but um, I'm not like conspiratorial in that way. But so we've got tapping into yeah. trying to harness, trying to funnel, like even the tiniest bit of this energy in the universe um, through practices that go back thousands and thousands of years before predating even modern religions. And the shit works. Well, because people must understand that, like, all man-made religions are based off of... They're they're just structured mindsets. You know, I don't really like getting into religion. It's like politics for me. And it it always starts a fucking argument, and I hate it. But it's like, the the fact of the matter is, is that Christianity, Catholicism, you know, all this stuff is based around the ancient knowledge of, you know, what, when, when humanity would worship the earth and the solar system, when, when you look at witchcraft, it worships mother earth. That's the whole point. Wicca is the practice of worshiping mother earth and using its elements and astrology and Zodiac is all planetary alignments. And that's very much hand in hand with witchcraft. A lot of witches and wizards and magicians all 
we use moon, you know, the moon and planets to, you know, with certain alignments during certain rituals, almost every ritual, like I've, I pay very close attention to the moon and, you know, certain planets when I do certain spells, like you can't do banishings during a full moon. That's usually for setting intentions and setting goals and doing road openers and things like that. Um, so it's like, there's very specific things surrounding like the planet and mother earth, but it's like, you know, you get into controlled religion and it's mostly like a brainwashing of like, you know, this is the way you should live your life because we said so and you got to pay the church and, you know, you got to set, you know, go follow these rules or you're going to go to hell. And it's like, there's so much like fear instilled into people you know, and it's like when when you aren't in a, a, a controlled systematic religious system, it's it's not fear at all. Like I am not scared of anything at this point. I am only empowered. I feel so powerful, and that is what man, you know, was very scared of was that the women were very powerful in in, in you know back in the day. The women were the ones that. They were, they were washed, they were fed, they were bathed, like, or, you know, put to bed on time. They were gifted. They were, you know, cherished and worshipped because the women had the power of intuition and spirit. And the men would be the hunters. And we would do what's called sympathetic magic. And we would, you know, call upon certain crops to be growing. And, you know, we would do magic on, you know, certain animals to be sacrificed for us to eat and so that we could, you know, be nourished and things like that. So there's like a whole bunch of things that, you know, the world used to do and they would rely on women and medicine women and shamans to to do these things. But it's like when religion came into it all, it was like take all that away, like the empowering, all that. That does not make money. That does not control people. You want to control people and you want to make money. This is how you do it. You instill the fear of what whatever God I tell them to believe in and tell them if they don't believe in this God, they're going to be execute, executed. And if they believe in anything else other than this, then they're going to die and they're going to be tortured. And, you know, it's like you put that fear into people and then force them to pay, you know, the church for it to keep it running or you're going to go to hell or it's like a sin if you do this. And it's like all fear based. And it's like that is a disease. Fear is a disease. It, fear comes from fear, not love. You know, you can't love something and be scared of it. It's it's and it's know, a powerful horrible. motivator for a lot of people, for sure. And it's an easy currency yeah. to uh, get your hands on if you want to try to scare people and you know to motivate yeah. them to do things you want, for sure. I mean, we can we can see that in the world. The the twenty four hour news cycle does a very good job of that, separating. Us. Oh, absolutely. And the idea that women absolutely. are so powerful too in the past. It's like you know, women have the power of life inside of them, you know, quite literally and figuratively. Yeah. And so it's like this, there's this great like divergence when it comes er, for me, like the separateness of man and woman comes to like a woman knows when she becomes a woman from a girl. Cause it's like the evidence is there and the blood, you know? And then for a man, yeah. it was like, how does a boy know he becomes a man? Well, the other men in the village take him and they physically scar him either through circumcision or through other things, right? And so yeah. it's like now, okay, now we've made you a man when a woman becomes uh, herself, yeah. you know? So it's like this weird, yeah. it's like this, these different viewpoints uh, in, in the way we experience like our own realities. Uh, but it's, it's very fascinating. I think um, 
I think we got to wrap it up because um, it's about okay. that time, <laughs> and I do have to, and I have to get going to, uh, you know, to do a, a comedy show. It's so funny that uh, like. The idea of the because I've never heard the phrase road opener before, and I wanted to kind of touch on it. Maybe we'll do another talk in the future, possibly. But like that's yeah. like a very that's like a very common phrase in the world of stand up comedy too to be a, an opener on the road. And so it's like oh, I almost feel like every comedian should be getting road opener spells or a hundred percent because it, yeah it opens up opportunities, jobs, love, money, you know, abundance. It's it's really just to open up and heighten the energy of everything around you amplify you know the attraction of things positive well that sounds like something i might have to uh, i might have to investigate that the um the uh, yes. for myself so okay well let's um let's plug a couple things real quick before yeah before we we leave here so let's uh l- let everybody know where they can find you of course so my website um to look at everything is www.minamystic.com m i n a m y s t i c and then my personal instagram is shaymina c h e y m i n a and then my business instagram is minamystic m i n a m y s t i c yeah and there's a lot of cool stuff i think that's where i found you was on minamystic.com Uh, and there's like a ton of stuff on there and there's uh, some personal writings, um, that are thoughtful, uh, which I enjoyed, um, which I think, uh, led me to reaching out to you. So I'm, I'm glad this, uh, I'm glad this chat happened. Um, I yeah, it turned into a morbid love story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's like so, uh, it's like so funny. Like, uh, you know, you just never know what someone's story is until you kind of ask them, I guess. Which is, And everybody's <laughs> yeah. different, so it's very fascinating. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it did, I guess it did kind of have that turn. Well, I'm, I'm very glad to hear that, you know, the place you're in now and the relationship you're in now seems to be, uh, you know, very uh, night and day compared to uh, what spurred the movement. But, uh, well, yeah, let me tell you, magic, magic is real. <laughs> magic is real. So, um, magic is real. Magic is real, no doubt. So, uh, thanks again. And, you know, maybe in the future here, we'll, uh, we'll do a follow up, uh, you know, and, and see, see what's new. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye now. Thank you for listening to another experience of me and Paranormal You. That was my buddy Shay Mina. You can check out uh, her website, minamystic.com. There's all kinds of things on that website, dude. I'm telling you, there's like all kinds of stuff over there. You can check out the shop. You can check out the blog where she's doing some writing. She's doing some explaining of things. Uh, it's pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. She's pretty cool. We get along very well. So I'm glad to uh, have that chat with you uh, or share it with you, I should say. Um, And then, uh, you know, we'll look forward to another one in the future, probably. So uh, maybe, you know, after I get back from tour and all this other kind of stuff, if if I've figured out how to live forever and maybe all that, maybe then we'll follow up. But uh, yeah, so uh, I'm out on the road right now, I'm sure, most certainly. So I hope I hope you've come to see me and say hello. I'd love to meet you. If you listen to the Mindcast, I'd love to meet you in person. The people I have met over the last few years, I always enjoy it. I always enjoy meeting people and we can, we can share some ideas about living forever and alchemy and all these other things, uh, or ghosts and stuff like that. Although, you know, after the show, sometimes I'm selling merch, so it's not like the best time to like drop a ghost story on me. Um, you know, uh, but you know, if I have time after doing all that kind of stuff, trying to make my money, uh, you know, as they say, uh, you know, it's always fun to hear about that stuff. So, 
cool, cool. I, I do enjoy uh, when we get the opportunity to meet each other. So, so hopefully you'll be able to say hello to me on the road. RyanSingerComedy.com backslash tour. AustinLucas.com also has tickets. Um, you can see all the tour dates on my website or Austin's website. The Crooner and the Clown tour. It's going to be in high gear by now. So uh, approaching Halloween, uh, if Halloween hasn't already happened. I'm not sure when this goes up. Rising on Instagram. Rising on Twitter. I'm on the Facebook, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, thank you very, very much. All of the experiences and 30-year bonuses are available at soundcloud.com backslash me and paranormal you. I know iTunes only has the last 250. So if you're looking for the DMT couch sessions, which are um, very popular episodes, uh, you have to go to SoundCloud or Stitcher or someplace like that. iTunes will not have them. Uh, maybe I will release them as one large episode uh, at some point in the future as like an anniversary something maybe. Who knows? But in the meantime, you got to go to SoundCloud or Stitcher, other places. iTunes only has the last 250. And as you know, we're like approaching, you know, here in the next couple months, we'll probably be at 350 total. So, um, yeah, so we're not uh, we're not close to that, having all of them available on iTunes anymore, unfortunately. But trust me, they're available on meandparanormalu.com. You just have to scroll a little bit. And you'll find all of them there as well. So thank you again. I, I love you very much. I hope you love yourself. You deserve it. And you deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. I deserve it too. So I hope to see you on the road. If I don't, I'll see you at the watering hole on the astral plane. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.